Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Last couple weeks I've been on this kick about uh, 2022 and what you wanted for 2022 and whether it actually lined up with what God's will is. And then I asked you what you thought God wanted for 2022. And I'm still going to ask you, this could be your year. This could be your year right here. It can start right here, right now. Best year ever. And I want to try to help you get there. I uh, went to a large uh, Christian event some years back. And, um, you know, I'm not one of these people that jump around. I'm, I'm just not a jumper. Even when Abby does that song, to the right, to the right, to the right, and to the left, and then jump, and you don't want to see me jump. But at this event, when people were worshiping, they were, they were all Christians, I think. Thousands of people. And I remember looking around thinking, can I possibly love all these people? We're supposed to love one another, right? And I looked around and thought, you know, I, I don't know if I can or not. And then, of course, I got to thinking about what the biblical different definition of this was. And agape love is not this mushy feeling. So, okay, yeah, I think I could. And then I saw somebody over there and I'm like, I'm not sure I can do that one. Don't we all have somebody in our life like that? But I can try real hard. I didn't know any of these people. Didn't know where they come from, what their lifestyle was how old they were, what color they were, what size they were. I just knew that I had to try to love everyone. And here was a great spot where people were acting really goofy. And I was supposed to love them. And this, this love is not so much an emotion. That's, that's the um, filial love. Agape love is just a matter of putting others before you. So this love that God wants us to have for one another is really pretty simple, but we don't do very well at it. And as I looked around and saw all those people, I thought, yep, I can try. I could try to love each one of these people. If they showed up at my door that night and knocked on the door, I would help them and I would do whatever they needed, right? This is easy stuff. And then I got to staring at the guy right in front of me, and all I could see was the back of his head. Didn't know who he was, where he came from, didn't know anything about him. And could I actually love him without even seeing who he was? If something were to happen to him, of course, wouldn't we run to their aid? We don't care what their background is or what they've done in the past. Here and now, I'm supposed to love this man that I don't, I think he was a man. Right? Doesn't matter, does it? Not supposed to. But boy, I'm thinking about it because he was jumping around and doing goofy things. And, 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 you know, regardless of what the language was coming out of his mouth, I'm supposed to love this guy. And I thought, there's somebody sitting behind me, and they're looking at the back of my head, and I wonder if they could love me. And knew who I was, right? Just like I thought about the guy in front of me. And for a moment, I stopped and turned around and stared at him, and he looked at me like, what are you looking at? You know the language I want to use, right? What are you looking at? He looked at me like, I thought, that guy ain't going to love me. Right? I need to do better than that. Can you love everybody? 
it's, it's easy in a place like this, right? Where we get to know one another and we only see each other for an hour on Sunday morning and, and we, we're friends on Facebook, right? We know your kids. and This is easy. This is easy love. But when you go out there, that's the church out there. This is just an assembly. When you're out there, do you actually love anybody? Well, sure you do. Can you love the ones that are tough to love? Can you actually put them first? No strings attached, right? You're going to love somebody. You're supposed to love somebody, whether you get anything out of it or not, regardless of what they look like, what color they are, what size they are, what their lifestyle choice is. Not supposed to matter, right? Or are there some strings attached? Can you love somebody knowing that maybe they don't think the way that you think, that they don't look the way that you look, they don't have the same political beliefs. This is huge right now in our country, right? Could you love somebody with no strings attached? Well, absolutely. If uh, you know a bus was coming and they're standing the way of the bus, I'd push, the bus, push them out of the way of the bus. I'd be putting their needs before me, but I'd want to get out of the way of the bus too. So there is some strings attached because if I was going to push them out of the way and then I was going to get hit by the bus, I'm out. I don't love them that much. How are you guys doing? Can you actually love somebody? Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Humble yourself. That actually means to put somebody else ahead of you. It means to think, to not be arrogant, to think less of yourself, to think, I think the actual thing is to think modestly of oneself. Can you do that? Humble yourself before the Lord. He's going to watch. Regardless of who they are or what's going on, you're supposed to love them. Can you do it? Can you even try? What we really want, th- this whole love thing, um, you ever had somebody that didn't like you and you knew they didn't like you and you thought to yourself, why wouldn't they like me? Everybody should like me. Everybody should love me. That's what God tells us to do. You should all love me. And we should all love you. And if somebody didn't, why? Why would they not? So let's, let's take this word love and turn it into acceptance. I just want to be accepted. That's, that's more important to me than love because I think if I'm accepted by somebody, they actually would love me. They would meet my needs or push me out of the way of the bus. So really what we really want now is just to be accepted. Now, could I accept everybody, thousands of people in this stadium? Well, the guy behind me I knew was going to be tough because when I turned around and looked at him, it wasn't going so good. Why, why wouldn't he like me? Did I remind him of somebody? or Did he think I turned around and looked at him because he kicked my seat? Now, who knows? But he wasn't going to love me. And I was really having a hard time loving him. And I only looked at him for probably three, four seconds. That was two seconds longer than he liked. Could you love a 13-year-old girl that's pregnant? 
That's Mary, you know. How about, how about a 98-year-old woman that's pregnant? Oh, boy, we'd be talking about these people, wouldn't we? I'll, I'll put myself in that group. Oh, by the way, the 13-year-old was a virgin. Yeah, right. Moses was a murderer. Isaiah went around naked for three years. Here comes the naked guy. Could you love him? First thing I'd do is try to put some clothes on him. Wouldn't that be to meet his needs? He said, no, I don't want any. Dude, okay. See you on the next lap. Rahab was a prostitute, supposedly. It doesn't actually say that in Scripture. David was an adulterer and a murderer. John the Baptist ate bugs. Could you love these people? Are you thinking about anybody in your community, wherever you came from? We got a 13-year-old girl that's pregnant, and she's a virgin. Guy's eating bugs. One guy's rolling around for three years naked. Could you love these people? Peter denied Christ. The Samaritan woman had been divorced many times and was actually living with a man now. Can you love those people? And how about this one? Jesus was homeless for three and a half years. Can you love the homeless? Can you accept them? Even if you're having trouble loving them, can you accept them? That's who they are, and this is how they act. This is what they say. This is what they do. Can you accept that? Can you accept the person sitting next to you? The guy behind me that stared at me, I could, I could accept him. I thought about it. And okay, he's mad. I, I get that. Maybe I looked at him funny. Maybe he thought I was mad at him. Whatever it is, I, I would accept him and I'd love him and I'd push him out of the way of the bus. Don't we just want to be accepted? Whatever your, your background is, wherever you've been, whatever you've done, don't you just want to be accepted? Whatever size you are, by the way, this is a brand new shirt. Right? People aren't used to me wearing new shirts. Would you accept me in the old shirt? Obviously, you'll accept me because I don't shave very often. Would you accept me if I had hair? Would I accept you if I knew what your background was? I've always told people, I don't care what your background is. It's going to start from this day forward. I'll accept you. Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Yeah, I do. Because we've all done it. We've all got something. Can you really accept somebody? Now, this acceptance, I want to make sure you understand, this acceptance, this love, doesn't mean that we condone what they do. It doesn't mean that we give approval for what they're doing or have done. It doesn't mean that we agree with everything they say. That's, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about accepting them as a human being, and they're broken, and they're weak, and they need help. Sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they just need a friend. I think the guy behind me would have been all right if I would have just smiled at him. Maybe he needed a smile. Do people accept you that way? And are you going to accept the people that won't accept you? Oh, this gets good now, right? Oh, if you're mad at me, then I'm mad at you. 
And I'm going to tell all my friends why, why, I don't know why I'm pointing at you. I'm going to tell all my friends why I'm, where's Abby? I'll point at, right? Well, if we don't like somebody, then we don't want somebody else to like them either. And if we don't accept what they do, what they say, how they talk, what they look like, then we don't want other people to accept them either. And the first thing out of our mouths are, uh, uh, well, you know what they did? And I get this all the time, right? So-and-so comes to church, and I'm so glad to see them. They had better watch out for that one. Really? Do you do that? You don't know what I know. I don't care. Acceptance is huge. And I think you've got to accept them before you can love them. So you need to accept somebody and then start to meet their needs whatever it is that they need and, and, and do whatever it is that they need you to do and help them however they need to be helped. This acceptance and love kind of goes together. And all we want to do is be accepted. This is how I am. This is what I do. I don't say all the right words. I don't wear the robe and stuff. Not that I wouldn't accept somebody that wears a robe. I almost got myself in trouble there, didn't I? Can you do that? What do you want for 2022? Do you want to be accepted? Does everybody else want to be accepted? Does everybody want you to accept them? How are you doing? Let's start out by evaluating ourselves. What do we want for 2022? And is it actually the will of God and line up with his goodness and kindness? That's what the one I wanted you to work on first. And then I wanted you to take a look at what God wants for 2022 for you. And we read through some stuff, what God wants. You just want to be accepted, don't you? Jesus accepted you. And we're supposed to act like him. How could possibly, how, how could Jesus accept that guy that was behind me? How could he like him as much as he would like me? I turned around, I, I looked at him, and he looked bad at me, and there was just something there. I could see this was not going to go good. And Jesus loves him just as much as he loves me. He does. It's hard for us to understand sometimes, right? And we see somebody come into church that we've known their past or, or something that they've done, and... You know, I don't know where Christianity got off track here, but we start to talk about them, and what are they doing here, and I know where they were last night. Now, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And I hope you're not part of this. If you were at one time, don't, don't do that anymore. This place, any place where Christians get together and meet, should be a place for broken people, sinners, Whatever it is that they'd done the night before that you saw, this is the place for them. They need to be here. Don't talk bad about them. Welcome them in and say, hey, I saw you last night. Come on in, bud. You can sit with me. Do we do that? I know more people that have left a church because somebody started going there that they could not accept. 
They could not accept that. They couldn't forgive them. They couldn't love them. And now they're not even going to go to church there. They've got to go someplace else. And if that person follows them to that church, they'll go someplace else. Seriously? Christianity has really got messed up along the way. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. You don't need me to explain that to you, do you? Don't we try to do this, though? We want to exalt ourselves. That story I just told you about somebody coming in, the person that didn't like them and couldn't go to church with them actually thought that they were better than them. And if they go to church at a place, I've I, I got to find a better church. Wow. Humility. The lack of arrogance. A modest view of oneself. Can you humble yourselves? Because that's the only way you're going to be exalted. And it might be on the last day, in your last breath, you will be accepted by Jesus. And he might look at you and say, do you want me to accept you the way that you accepted others? You know, we did a study once about the Lord's Prayer, and it says, uh, forgive me my sins just as I have forgiven others. And that just as means just like. That word as means identical to. A mirrored image. Forgive me my sin just like I forgive others. Oh boy, you're in trouble now. 2022 could be the best year you've ever had. And now that I hammered you and got you all in this spot where, why am I letting this guy talk to me? I came here to think up something. I I came here to, to get good stuff. Make me feel good. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to give it a good shot. Can you accept others? Can you from this day forward? So I want to tell you what happens in Jesus, um, Jesus' ministry. He, you know, for 30 years really doesn't do anything. And uh, in Luke chapter 4, Jesus goes to the temple and stands up and begins to speak. They have an attendant there. And the attendant actually handed him the book of Isaiah. It would be in a scroll, a manuscript. And Jesus stood up and he started to talk. And he said these things. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now you see, Isaiah was actually prophesizing about the Messiah. And Jesus is reading... I say his manuscript. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recover the sight of the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. The reason they were fixed on him is the next line. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. 
He just said he was the Messiah. And that this was the acceptable year of the Lord. And he was there to help them. This can be the acceptable year of the Lord for you. This could do it. This could be the start of it right here. The acceptable year of the Lord. What what he's doing here is he's proclaiming to be the Messiah and he's coming to help in this acceptable year of the Lord. Uh, It's actually um, from Isaiah manuscript. It's in chapter 61, I think verse 2 it starts. And he's actually quoting this. He's reading from this manuscript of Isaiah, the prophecy, and he's proclaiming that that's me. That's why I'm here. And he says it's the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord meant that times were, were just perfect. Times were just right. He'd come. And this was the year that he was going to accept as the year of the Lord. And he's going to take care of all these things. And, and we, we love what Jesus came to the earth to do, right? To die for our sins and, and spill his blood for us. I can't even hardly comprehend what that is really feels like. But he just proclaimed that he's the Messiah and this is the year that it's going to happen. This year that they talk about isn't a year like you and I know. This year means time. Um, Jesus says a lot, the hour has not come upon me yet, or the hour is near. That same word hour means a time frame. It's not so much you know, 60 minutes the way that we think of it is. So the acceptable year of the Lord, the time had come. The time was at hand, and he was going to take care of everything. And all he wanted to do was accept people just for how they were. He came for all these things. He actually claims to be Jesus. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Those are capitalized. To preach the gospel to the poor. This is to give people hope. This is what he says that he's come for. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. This actually means that you're sorry for what you have done. That you literally are seeking forgiveness. My heart is broken because of what I've done, the sins sins that I have done. To proclaim liberty to the captives is to set slaves free of their sin. To recover the sight of the blind, it's a spiritual blindness. Can you accept people like this? This was you too, and it still might be right now. This is you. To give liberty to those who are oppressed, somebody that's just been beat down, set them free. You mean something to me. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord is now, and this is the time. Whether it was when he read it, or whether I'm teaching you what it means today. This is the year of the Lord. Will the worship team get ready? This is all in um, Luke chapter 4. You can read right through it. Jesus stands up, they give him the scroll, and he starts reading it. He proclaims to be Christ, and he tells them why he has come. He accepts them. He came for the people that are hard to accept. The ones that thought they were doing everything just right, those are the ones that he hammered. Are you one of those people? Or are you one of the ones, 
uh, this story that the, the two men go up to the temple to pray. And one of them is a Pharisee, and he's praying, God, uh, thank you that I've done everything right. And I'm going to paraphrase here. Thank you that I'm good. I, I tithe and, and I dress well and thank you for the nice home I have. He's thanking God that he's good. And the other guy was simply standing there beating his chest saying, Lord, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. And then he asked the question, who went home blessed? And the answer is the one that was beat down and broken for what he had done. Not the one that thinks they're doing everything right. And we find ourselves in this spot once in a while where, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, I'm living good, why isn't God blessing me? Are you actually acceptable? For somebody to accept you, you have to be acceptable. And if this is the acceptable year of the Lord, right here, 2022, we're going to start it out right, you have to be acceptable. And you have to accept And you have to accept people for who they are and what they've done. Just because somebody's not doing something right or living the way that you think they should live or they talk the way that you don't think they should talk or or their lifestyle is different than you does not give you the privilege to shun them. It does not. You're supposed to love them and you're supposed to accept them. You don't condone what they do, how they talk, whatever it is. Yeah, I should lose 50 pounds. Will you accept me this way? Don't answer. I don't want to know. I'll accept you. I don't care. For you, today is the day that I will accept you. I don't even want to know what's happened to you in the past. And don't any of you people tell anything about anybody else that you know something that maybe I don't know. Can you do that? You have to if you want this to be the acceptable year of the Lord for you. Your year could be better than ever if you would just do some of the things that he's asked you to do. You want to be accepted by him with no strings attached, right? Grace is so powerful. I can do whatever I want. I can, I can sin and he's going to love me anyway. You really think so? Or... Do you think there comes a time when you become acceptable? The acceptable year of the Lord could be 2022. And it might start here and now. I think there's a certain part of us that struggles with all of this. Let's recap what God wants. God wants us to love. He wants us to love him. He wants us to love people. He wants us to forgive. He wants us to have mercy. He wants us to proclaim the good news and accept Jesus as his Savior. Now let's go back to the list where Jesus says why he's here. You want to read through that again? Because those are the things. That's what we have to do. If you do those things and accept Jesus, he can say, this is your acceptable year of the Lord. Go forward and let it shine. I got a couple of verses here we better put up. I'm sorry, Abby, I called you up too soon. Put up 2 Corinthians 6.2. For God says, at just the right time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. He's just accept you for whatever you've done. 
however broken you are. That is how good God is. Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. You know, we, we've prayed this with this whole virus going around. Now, I want you to actually think about this now. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Remember, humble, right? And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. It says then. Then I will hear from heaven. And I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Up at the beginning where it says, if my people, my people means a small flock. Now I'm actually using the, the, the uh, Hebrew word here. It means a small flock or a group. My people. How about right here? How about your family? How about where you work? If my people will turn from their wicked ways, he'll hear you. He will accept you. And this is the time to do it. He takes us for who we are. And we're going to call this graves. And he sees gardens. Because this could be your acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord. 2022 could be for you right now. But this whole word accept is huge. You first you have to accept Jesus. And when you accept Jesus, he accepts you just the way you are. Then he wants you to go accept people the same way that he accepted you. Broken, beat down, poor in spirit. And this, this acceptance and this love doesn't mean that you have to like them. That's, I know that sounds funny, right? It's not some warm, mushy feeling thing. It's to think of them better than ourselves. You humble yourself. He accepts you just the way you are. Can you do that to somebody else? Maybe if we did, this would be the acceptable year of the Lord. But you got to accept. He accepts you. You accept him. You accept others just the way they are. From whatever day it is that you meet them, from that day forward, regardless of what they've done, because that's the way he accepted you. It's all about acceptance. We do not have the privilege or the right to shun people because they do what we don't like. You were supposed to bear fruit. You were supposed to be a good Christian. Peace, love, joy. Now I'm waiting here for the shunning part, right? Goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That should put an end to your shunning them. And patience. You have to be patient with them. Maybe you don't like what they do or what they stand for. or what. And maybe, maybe you can correct them a little bit, gently, kindly. It doesn't give us the right to shun people, to beat them over the head with the Bible, to beat them down to a point where we can't accept them. If Jesus did that, none of us would be having eternal life. Accept Jesus. He'll accept you. But you have to accept others. And 2022 can be the acceptable year of the Lord for you. Let's not just be a Christian. Let's act like a Christian. Because that's when you'll be accepted by other people as well. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much. Thank you that you would send a Redeemer, a Savior 
to save people like us, broken and poor in spirit, beat down and oppressed. God, the world just wants to tear us up. And God, I want to humble myself and put them before, before me. Let everybody within the sound of my voice start to do better as acceptance of others. Because that's where we'll find the acceptable year of the Lord. Help me, God. Help me. And from this day forward, I'll try to do the best I can. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. And I'm so sorry. I'm brokenhearted for that. But I believe Jesus is exactly who he said he was. And from this day forward, I will commit to that. And that's when you'll make it the most acceptable year ever. The acceptable year of the Lord, 2022. It's in your son's name we leave this place. Amen.